you had me say, okay, separate out in this ba- lettuce bag what is what kind of lettuce, I would. Oh my have a gosh, clue. I would completely fail that test. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I what no arugula idea. looks like. You're listening to Paleo Pep Talk. Let's get real. I'm Chelsea, owner of Paleo Pep Talk, and a 20-something graphic designer living a big city paleo life. And joining me is my multi-talented mom, Lori, traveler of the open highway, living a small town paleo life. Join us here every Monday morning as we share our simple, real-life tips and tricks to add the fun into paleo. Now, let's remember our disclaimer, we're actually not nutritionists, doctors, or trainers, just your average mother and daughter sharing our thoughts and experiences about being paleo. Please consult the doctor for any health concerns you may have. Now, welcome to our Paleo Party. You're listening to episode number 25, the one about leafy greens. And leafy greens are fun. I know. Well, I'm really excited about this episode because I feel like there I go I was paying attention specifically yesterday when I was at Whole Foods and there is just a wall of leafy greens (laughs) like you walk in and it's like wow how in the world are you supposed to know other than what you like taste wise which ones to choose like it's endless like how are you ever gonna know well and my biggest problem is I have a recipe or something and it'll say uh you know Maybe it'll Well, say... I just think spinach is all lettuce, so. Well, I know. <laughs> is that what you're going to say? <laughs> but um, I'll go in, like, I'll be going to look for something specific because of a recipe. And, and they'll have the stuff, like a wall of stuff, and then they'll have everything listed above, like, just as if it's just listed. Like, it's not coordinated mm-hmm. specifically to a certain thing that I'm looking at. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know... You know, what, like a lot of times, oh, like how to know what it looks like. Which one's the turnip? Which one's the parsnip? Which one's the, you know, they just give yep. the prices above and it's hard to know. Which one is which? Which one is which, yeah. Yep. So, um, so did you, wh- what was your thought when you were looking at all that? Were you like, uh, did you kind of look at them and. Yeah, well, I just like didn't know which ones because I know like some of them are more like rough. Is that the right word? Like roughage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what they refer to them as? Then other ones are. And so I was just like trying to, I mean, there's like, there's just ever. I mean, there's everything. Uh, but I, oh, one new thing that I love getting is the, the, uh, I don't think it's called butter lettuce. Oh shoot. What is it called? It's like the really big leaves that you can like make wraps with. But it uh, comes in, it's called, like, living, the one I get is called yeah, living, living lettuce. Yeah, living Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. there's what... a lot in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Those are, well, there's, like, Chinese, are you thinking the Chinese lettuce? The ones that are. Well, no, don't talk about my things. Well, okay, well, I, that's what I was just asking you, if that was <laughs> the one you were talking about that you roll. No, it's not Chinese. <laughs> it's, like, um, I guess it's, like, butternut lettuce not butternut it, it, there's butter. butter lettuce and then there is another one <laughs> butter lettuce butter lettuce that's used for making like asian wraps and stuff um no it's not asian oh okay i'm gonna try to figure out what it's called okay well and you know all of the lettuces and stuff they all have like fiber butterhead lettuce what butterhead lettuce oh butterhead lettuce okay, okay. yeah 
Um, but they're Not all butternut. That's a squash. Good fiber. <laughs> Salads are great, you know, for the fiber. And yes, some yeah. are better than others. I didn't really go in. I, I don't know if you did. I, I mean, it'd be great if you did. I didn't go into which ones were the best source of fiber or not. Um, what I kind of did, because I know you're going to go through more of the different kinds of lettuces, which is going to be great because I don't know a lot of the different, like even, I don't even know how to use them. And I hear arugula and people say, you know, like salad mixes that you can get and it'll list what's in there. But then if you had me say, okay, separate out in this ba- lettuce bag, what is what kind of lettuce? Oh my gosh, I would completely fail that test. <laughs> I have I don't know no what idea. Arugula looks like. I don't either. I know it's supposed to be good for you. I could but... probably tell spinach and maybe kale. Well, and here's another thing. Did you know broccoli is actually considered a leafy green? Yeah, broccoli it... leaf. But no, it's actually broccoli. The plant, oh, like the, the whole actual thing. broccoli. Yeah, it's considered a leafy green. It falls everywhere I looked. I was like, but broccoli is, eh. eh. It's just the little I, flowerettes, but, but it's actually considered yeah. a leafy green. And other things like um, that are smaller, like parsley. Well, you would never, well, I suppose you could. Parsley is really good for you, but I would never have a whole lettuce just made of parsley or a whole parsley. salad just made of parsley. Yeah, because isn't it supposed to be more like li- in spurts? Well, parsley is excellent for you, so you could have a whole salad. I think it'd be, the flavor might not be great. Uh, but yeah, but you can have like parsley is considered a leafy green. And I was like, you know, I don't think of those things. Yeah. You know, I know I'm like either. you, I usually grab kale. I usually grab a, you know, a pre-washed salad bag that has, you know, a bunch yeah. of different stuff in it. So, well, one of the things that I did, I looked up just kind of like the top 10 leafy greens and these okay. are not necessarily the lettuces because there's a difference in the lettuces and even the the value of what's in them and stuff. Is but, lettuce uh, one of the top ten? It, it's in there. It's like one category? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. in the category. Um, but let me go through a couple things because it was kind of interesting because I kept going through and all, a lot of these say, okay, they're great in A, C, K, folate, potassium. And most of the greens, those are the main ones. A, yep. vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin K, folate and potassium and some calcium. Those are kind of the things that appear to be in the leafy greens. And so just so you know, as we're going through, if people are listening and they have certain needs, you know, different uh, special needs or whatever, Mm -hmm. but vitamin A, kind of you think of eyes, it's great for your eyes. Ooh, Um, okay. Vitamin C, that's like carrots are supposed to be really good for your eyes, you know. Vitamin C is good for immune system stress. It helps prevent allergic and asthma symptom or allergy and asthma symptoms, heart disease, and skin problems. Um, Vitamin K, this was interesting. It is, um, well, first of all, vitamin K needs fat to absorb into your body. So that means get that oil on your salad. Huh? The, that's why you sent me the vitamin D with K? With K, Well, that's a different thing. Vitamin D needs K, but vi- getting vitamin K from your food needs uh, an, uh, an oil or a fat. So if you when you do your vegetables, if you're wanting that K, have uh, some olive oil sprinkled on it or some, you know, yeah. something. It just helps your body absorb that K. Um, so K helps blood clot helps your blood clot properly. It helps protect your heart. It helps make your bones strong and it um, helps optimize your insulin levels. Hmm. So that's good. Folate, which is a vitamin B9 or folic acid, 
is good for pregnant women. You know, women who are pregnant, they always say to have your folic acid. Um, and then potassium is the other one that's in a lot of those. Um, potassium. Like a banana? Yeah, well, a banana, yeah, but it's also in your greens. In greens. Yeah, huh. and it helps maintain normal blood pressure. It helps with electroline, electrolyte balance. Sorry. Uh, wow. It helps transmit electrical pulses for proper nerve and muscle function. So that's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. And I didn't know that greens did all that. I know. They have a lot more than it looked. And, and the darker the greens and the more darker green or red, the more uh, vitamin and, and mineral like dense, apparently. Huh. So that's why they always say like your iceberg lettuce is just kind of, you know, I mean, if you want to eat it, oh, but there's it's not so a lot light. There. Interesting. Yeah. And then cruciferous, you know, me, there's a lot of vegetables that are cruciferous. And I always thought of that as meaning a little bit different than it means, but they're high in vitamin C and soluble fiber. So that's, that's another thing I'm going to mention in this list too. So anyway, um, and also just the fact that leafy greens, you know, um, actually was a category we were just kind of talking about that last week but i typed it in and that actually is the name of you know and it actually is the the leafy part of vegetables um and sometimes it's not a standalone sometimes it's the top so like you buy beets buy beets with the greens because you can eat the beet greens and you can eat them you can make a or the beet green green salad yes or the turnip greens or you know so um anyway so i thought that was interesting um so anyway let's go through some of these um kale was number one so kale is not a lettuce it's separate actually it's a leafy green it's not a lettuce you're right right it's not a lettuce it's a leafy green though okay that's something that grow it grows and it's the leaves are what you eat so it's Mm -hmm. kale so and it's considered a powerhouse and it's high in ack potassium calcium and folate all the stuff i mentioned there um now this next one what is at the bottom of kale hmm because you said it's the greens, so what's the bottom? Well, of the in kale? this case, uh, it's just a, it's just the green, the Roots. green. Sometimes it has a root underneath it that can be eaten, and sometimes it doesn't. Okay, so, so this is just, and not, we're not okay. even going into everything that you can eat. Yeah, There's so yeah. many plants out there that you can eat, especially a lot on the east coast, like the southeast and stuff. They eat a lot of. I'm trying to think of one that my husband said they used uh, pokeweed, pokeweed. That's what it was called that they would make in North Carolina. That was like you know. Uh, really well known. I didn't go into it because a lot of I, you can't. I don't think you can even buy it at the stores around here. We see it in huh. Michigan when we're there along the road and stuff. But interesting. Um, so collard greens um, are they're bigger in the south. I don't even know if I could buy that here at the store necessarily. Yeah, but collard greens is that something that's usually like uh, you not baked, but like it's cooked. It's usually cooked. cooked. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of these greens that I'm talking about, not all of them, but a lot of them you, or not a lot of them, some of them. And I'll tell you, um, are ones that you don't eat raw. You usually cook. Um, but collard greens. And what's greens, the reason? They're hearty and chewier, chewier, <laughs> chewier texture. <laughs> they're kind of cabbage like, um, but they're a little heartier, uh, than, um, the kale, but, uh, they're similar in nutrition to the kale, but they're cooked. Usually they're cooked with like ham hocks and collards and, you know, wait, so what's the reason of cooking leafy greens though, versus just eating them raw? Okay. Some of it has to do with, uh, with collards, with turnip greens, with Swiss chard, with mustard greens, 
all of those, they are too um, tough, really, to eat. They, they need to be softened. Like for your body to digest? Pro- probably for better digestion, yeah. Okay. It's probably the more of the reason. And then it's usually they're cooked and flavored a lot of times okay. with things. Turnip greens are the same. They're a kind of a southern, more so um, in the southern. Um, oh, actually, you know what? They did say that collard greens can be used as a wrap, like for a salad. So I guess it, the leaf could be eaten raw. Hmm. I wouldn't have thought of eating that raw, but um, it says okay. you can use it as a wrap. So um, turnip greens, they... Um, are more tender than the collard greens, and they need less cooking time. Now, I did look, just so people know, just for some ideas, um, anything like kale, the the different greens, the collard greens, Swiss chard is another one. These, you can just, any of those big greens like that, it just suggests, you know, because they can get really, um, I remember Swiss chard as a kid. I love Swiss chard, and we'd go out and get it, but you had to really does wash Swiss it. Does Swiss chard have like a red? Yes, a red, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I used to love it with butter and vinegar. That's how I always ate it. Really? Um, yeah, cooked, cooked. Um, but the, um, it, they can, it can get kind of muddy and stuff, and a lot of times when it's just picked in the field, it's just mud can get in those leaves. So it just suggests swishing it in a clean sink full of water and then pulling it out and then um, rinsing the water and then filling it back up or in a big bowl or something. But you really need to kind of uh, swish them around to get all the dirt because there's nothing worse than biting into those big greens and getting grainy dirt, you know that taste you know in your teeth that's not taste but the the texture of grain yeah of dirt you know um so so, uh swiss chard um it has kind of a beet like taste um but now you can do uh i thought this was kind of fun a sweet and sour swiss chard where you can actually cook it uh with raisins and vinegar and it it makes kind of good yeah um, and this was interesting, spinach. Okay, spinach is the next one. It's number five. This will be interesting to you because um, spinach, first of all, spinach and char, sw- the char, Swiss char, may not be good for people who have kidney stones. And one of the things it says is it has an oxalate in it. Don't ask me what that is. Don't know, don't care. But <laughs> oxalate, it binds to your to calcium, and so it doesn't allow your body to get the calcium out of it. And spinach is one of those oh, no. things that is high in calcium, and people eat it a lot of times for calcium. So um, you, it's better if it's it's healthier if it's cooked because when it's cooked, it's, it uh, gets rid of some of the oxalate or whatever, so it doesn't bind to the huh. calcium. Yeah, I had no idea. Well, that's good. I've been cooking my spinach. Yeah, so it's better to cook it, which is weird because okay, I love good. my raw spinach. And, you know, if I'm getting good yeah, calcium from somewhere else, okay, but the spinach isn't helping, you know. Uh, yeah. It, it, but it, cooking it reduces the oxalate, so that was good. And then mustard greens, they what are good. What in the world is a mustard green? You know, I don't I'm like not mustard. sure if it's the greens from a mustard plant, uh, the mustard plant. It might, a it must be. mustard seed? The mustard seed plant, it must be. Isn't I'm that thinking. A, a kid's book or something? Or Unless it's song? just, um, I don't the know. The mustard seed. Well, it's a, like from the Bible, it's a Oh, that's what I'm story. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, 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 the mustard seed. Yeah. Okay. Um, so mustard greens, I don't know if it's from the mustard plant or if they just, it's because they have a mustard smell. Because uh, they have oh. a peppery taste and a mustard Ew. smell. I don't like mustard. Yeah. 
So I'm not sure, you know, which of that it is. So then there's broccoli. Um, and then it goes into red. And I'm Do not going to go into the... Do you remember how you used to get me to eat broccoli when I was little? Little treosaurus. I called yeah. you a treosaurus. Treosaurus, because they were little baby trees. You, they were trees, and you were the treosaurus, and you had to eat the trees. <laughs> that was so cute. I remember I know, it was that. fun. Um, okay, so the red and green leaf and romaine lettuce is next. And, of course, the darker the red and green leaf is darker um, and more nutritious, Um Romaine is better than iceberg lettuce. So re what's nice about romaine, and I'm not going to go into all that because, you know, you're going to go into it. I'm just saying it's number eight there, but it's a better substitute for iceberg lettuce. It's still crunchy and it has a great taste, but it's a little, it's more nutritious than the iceberg. And then cabbage is number nine. And the funny thing is, of course, it's a lighter one, but, but cabbage is cruciferous and it's known to be a cancer fighter. Um, it also has a lot of, uh, well, it has cancer-fighting compounds and C, um, and it's okay. good. It's the only of these that's good cooked raw and fermented because you don't ferment any of the rest of that, uh, any hmm. of the other ones. You ferment so, it. Yeah. Well, that's uh, coleslaw. I mean, not coleslaw. Um, what is it that I mean? Sauerkraut. Make? Sauerkraut. <laughs> so cabbage. Is <laughs> that thing. Is sauerkraut. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. So um, anyway, so it's, you know, good in all the, in all those different ways. So that's kind of just kind of a top 10 that was on the internet. There's a few different ones. Um, and again, it doesn't break down the lettuces that Chelsea's going to go into, but I, I found it really interesting. I'm going to try some of these greens and it may reminded me of the Swiss chard and I've got some... Uh, bear, wine barrels in the backyard that I'm just because it's easy to grow and I'm just going to grow that this summer in those because you know uh, it'll be easy to grow um, and then another just idea for cooking and it's with any of these kale collard greens the turnip greens the chard just a quick idea for people who just don't even know where to start you can just rub the leaves with olive oil and just throw in a frying pan with some a couple of garlic things and some olive oil and maybe a little broth or something if you want and just kind of cook them for like five minutes is all it doesn't need to go long mm -hmm. you know and then just you know eat them they're good i and you can like i really like the idea of doing the raisins and vinegar with the swiss chard to make kind of a yeah that's really you know. interesting i'm gonna try that yeah so i i mean i found that interesting and um i'm excited to actually try a couple of those that i haven't uh, tried yet, but um, I'm excited to hear also about the different lettuces because, like, a, like you know, I guess it, you probably got it from me because all we had was spinach or lettuce. So I mean, yeah, all I know of eating salads is eating spinach or probably salads. the bagged greens. Yeah, yeah, like the bag ones. But I get, well, mine aren't in a bag. Mine are in a, a box. Or a little, yeah, they can like be Like a plastic. Way. Yeah, they can be like either way. Like a little plastic box thing, yeah. Yeah. I was so um, bummed this week because they're, uh, like McDonald's has, I like the Southwest chicken salad that they make. Oh, um, yeah. And it's not completely paleo, but on the road it tastes good. And, it you know, the corn I just pick yeah. out. Otherwise, I think it all is except for the corn and I don't put the little chips on. Um, but... And I just have oil, uh, olive oil on the truck. But this week, uh, I was so mad because there's like oh, two no. McDonald's. Most of the McDonald's use like iceberg lettuce. There's two McDonald's, the one in Miles City, Montana, and the one in Bismarck, North Dakota. 
that make that I know of right off that make it with that kind of bag that leaf that has the 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 green and the red leafies and the different mix. Yeah. You know, the mix. Like and the so spring mix. Or yeah, whatever. like the spring mix. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so good. And I was really hungry um, uh, on, um, was it, let's see, Wednesday when we were going through Miles City. My husband was driving and I woke up and I was hungry and I was like, can we stop in Miles City? I'll get a good salad. So we did. I got my salad, the McDonald's in Miles City. Sorry, McDonald's in Miles City, but you take forever. Um, there's like 20 people working there and I literally, it and takes no half an hour. And no one is doing anything? It's, I, I don't know. I can't not figure it out because they're, it's like what you say, they got more people working there and less productivity. So. And less, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but, um, so I got my salad. I was so excited because they really, I have to say, as long as you have to wait for it, it is good there. And the one in Bismarck. <laughs> Maybe they they're just, out in their garden. Yeah, really. I mean, it's just so you. fresh. Yeah. The lettuce is good. <laughs> it tastes good. So I was sitting in the back of the truck on the little bed thing. Richard was driving. I was sitting there just kind of Indian style with my, uh, salad in my lap. And it was just, I was so excited. And I just got started and Richard hit a bump and the a pillow from up above no! fell, landed, knocked the salad out of my hand. My purse was actually, and it's kind of like a tote purse oh, for on the no. truck, was sitting right below. It turned upside down, and the whole salad, all the little, you know, the corn and the beans and, all, and everything, and yeah. the meat, everything went in my purse. Oh, no. No way. Yes. So it took oh, me the next 45 minutes until I was going to drive to just, I had to take everything out of my purse one by one and get the olive oil oh, off. Oh no. Oh my gosh. My, Is my your purse, purse okay? No. Well, it's okay, but you know, it's like, it's a coach tote, you know, it's a nice oh, no. you know, tote. Yeah. And so I got to figure out how to clean the lining. It, it doesn't look, I mean, it, I think I got all the oil and stuff kind of out of it, but it smells like salad kind of, if you sniff it close and... I was so upset. I was like, oh my gosh, here I've been waiting. I was starving. I was waiting and for my salad. you were waiting for your salad. That's like a movie. Oh, it was so sad. Oh, I'm sorry. I love my salad Poor when salad. I get a good one. It's hard to get a good one on the road. <laughs> I know, I know. Anyway, that was bummed. Oh, poor salad. I know. Anyway, that's my salad well, story for the week. Your weekly salad update. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned a little about lettuces. And there are actually, I know lettuce was one of your uh, 10 leafy green things. Right, right. But Within lettuce, there are six different kinds of lettuces. Oh, cool. Do you know what any of them might be? Well, all I can think of, well, is iceberg one? Or is that how you did it? Okay. So is it different types of lettuces or actual names of lettuces? It's different types of lettuces. Oh. Well, I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. You do know, but you just oh. don't know that you know. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so the first one is actually butterhead lettuce. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think you probably know what butterhead lettuce is, but yeah. with loose leaves. And they say it has a buttery texture. To tell you the truth, I don't really well, it's think soft. butter when I taste it. <laughs> no, it doesn't taste like it. It's real soft. The the It's just got yeah. like a silky texture to it, kind of. Yeah, maybe butter isn't the greatest word, but I guess they wanted it to 
fee buttery. Yeah, I don't know why so, they call it that either. I don't but, either. And they usually it do it live, It should have a better right? name. Like the big lettuce. Yeah. Because it's big. Yeah, it is. It's, I love that lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you got your butterhead lettuce. And then the other thing that you were talking about earlier, the Chinese variety of okay. lettuce. Okay. Or it's also called Keltus. I'm probably saying that wrong. Okay. C-E-L-T-U-C-E. Oh, okay. Keltus. I think I've seen that, so but I don't... that's not the Chinese the... variety. Yeah. So this is... This lettuce is like long, tapering, non-head-forming leaves. Oh, okay. Leaves. Okay. And unlike its Western counterparts, it processes strong, flavored leaves. Oh. So what do so you use that for? So it's preferred in stir fries and stews. Oh, okay. Probably because So to it like really up. be cooked. Okay. Yeah, it holds up really well and it has a lot of flavor. Okay. So that's good to know for stir fries. I mean, I would have never really thought about that. So it must withstand the heat really well. So did you see any of the Chinese lettuce in um, Whole Foods or the store you were at? Well, no, I wasn't really looking for it. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to look, though. See if I can find it. Yeah. I don't cool. know if it's like with the rest of the, I don't know if it's like in the bagged lettuce or the free lettuce. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to look for it's it. interesting. Okay. okay. So the next kind of lettuce is crisp head variety. And okay. it's cabbage. It resembles cabbage. So they're the mildest. Well, is that iceberg? That's not iceberg. They are the mildest form and valued more for their crunchy texture than flavor. So, Cultivars okay, so might of be... the crisp head are the most familiar type used in the USA. Okay. 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 So, okay. So what you're saying is there's lettuces that have that kind of crisp head that kind of look like a cabbage. Yes. But there's different kinds in that too. Yeah. Right. It's not just okay, wow. that there's like one kind. Yeah. Right. It's a okay, variety. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, so then there's loose leaf variety. Okay. Um, okay. So delicate and flavorful leaves within a loose bunch. So this includes okay. green oak leaf, red oak leaf, valeria, and lola rosa types. I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> that lola so rosa. So that would be like your red and green leafy lettuce. Yeah, and it's more... Like your- yeah, and it's uh, like you know the loose, like the loose, right? But yeah, like kind, yeah. They're kind of they're yeah. Okay, so yeah, now like the most popular, which is the romaine lettuce. Okay. So it's a long head of sturdy leaves, which we already know that. And it um, sounds like Chinese kind of. Yeah, it does. I think the Chinese one is, it says long and tapering. So I think that that's okay. a little different. But I'm okay. gonna have to look for that. Um, and then the last kind is called the summer crisp variety. Um, so oh. it says forms moderately dense heads with a crunchy texture. This type is intermediate between crisp head and loose leaf types. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, and then I just found some more health benefits of lettuce, but you kind of went over all of the vitamins. And oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine, because I was looking at the different types, because that's what I wanted to know. I had no idea. There were so many different types. So you didn't come up, so what is like arugula and stuff? You didn't come, you didn't mention arugula? Or... I think that that is, comes in the, I did not specifically look up arugula. I think that arugula, I would guess from this list, is a loose leaf. Oh, okay. Um, 
But I don't know. What do you think it is? I don't know. Because I, if you put it in front of me, I probably wouldn't be able to say, oh, that's arugula. So I don't know if it's like a lettuce or if it, maybe it's not a lettuce even. Maybe it's a, I don't know. So you, wait, you think arugula isn't a lettuce? I don't know. It's a vegetable. But I don't know if it's a lettuce, a form of lettuce or if it's just its own thing. No, it's a vegetable. It is? It's just a vegetable? It's a vegetable. Okay. Edible so it's a le- annual it's a leafy plant. Green. It, it's a leafy green. It's a leafy green. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah there's probably, so... you know, a ton out there that we haven't even mentioned um, because oh there's gosh. so many different yeah. parts of the country that grow, you know, different things. And again, when you look up leafy greens, like I said, parsley comes under that and that's not kind of what we were looking at. We were looking at more what you're going to make your salad kind of or or a or yeah. a green, you know, not yeah. necessarily a salad, but a in your meal. Um, but, well, and we uh, haven't even talked about. So you can like my favorite kinds of salads are the ones where you mix different kinds too. Yes, absolutely. So mixing the different kind of, you know, you have all these different kinds of flavors that mix together, and you can put the like more delicate flavor leaves together with some crunchier kind, and it's gonna make exactly. A- you know, a great texture and a really good salad. So exactly, it's fun yeah. to have all those different kinds that you can choose from to use yeah. for different things. And then the butterhead that you can make wraps with and the Chinese one that's better for cooking and yeah. all of that. I really love romaine and that gets used a lot in the Italian restaurants. Yeah. Um, you know, for the salad, for Caesar salad, it's used because it holds up well with that dressing. Because usually Caesar salads are pre-tossed with yeah. sal- the, the dressing Yeah, and it's cr- and so, so crunchy. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Well, cool. Cool. Well, that well, was helpful because I know. it was just interesting to, you know, be reminded about different things that, you know, other than just spinach. Yep, I know. Yeah, so there's more to leafy greens than just spinach. Is or the kale, moral of the story. Kale is so or big kale. Out there. I know kale is so popular, but there's more to it than that, guys. Just remember. And you know what's funny is as good as kale is, like you're not supposed to eat kale, right? And why? Yeah, is that? it's more. It's harder to digest, and it's more roughage. Okay. They call it. Oh, it's okay. rougher on right. your digestive system, and it's harder for your body to break down. Right. Okay. Interesting. So, now, do, I wonder if it matters if it's cooked or not. Um, some well, of these, cooking any cooked, of it is going to help. It doesn't do anything. Okay. No, no, no. It does help. Oh. Cooking oh, any of help. it helps. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what I was thinking is it would help. Yeah. That's but, why I've been okay. cooking my spinach, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, it you know, it just because something is good out there, again, like we've talked before, kale is great and the, it's considered a powerhouse, a superfood, all this mm-hmm. stuff, but you know what? It's not good for everybody. Yeah, exactly. You got to know your body and what's good, what works with you. Yeah, because there's some people that can't take um, spinach. Well, and a lot of older people can't eat lettuces. And I cannot remember why, but it does something. Hmm. It has something to do with, it can counteract with some medicines or something, I think. Really? So, yeah, because I know there's people, I used to do, um, uh, Oh my goodness. You know, where you take meals, meals on wheels. Meals on wheels. I used to deliver meals on wheels. And, um, uh, there's a lot of people that can't have lettuce. And so, uh, and it wasn't that they didn't like salad and lettuce. They couldn't have lettuce. It was like a warning thing on their package. So you had to make sure you didn't give them. Yeah. 
uh, you know, type of lettuce. lettuce. They got something else instead. Yeah. So it does, it does something. I'm not sure what, but yeah. interesting. Well, I'm super excited for our episode next week because oh, yes. I'm getting all into the fermented foods and we are going to go over all of them. And my mom has some super fun things to talk about because, of course, she is super cool and actually ferments her own foods and makes her own, uh, <laughs> some what is it stuff. called? What's uh, it called? Sauerkraut. 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 Or so, sauerkraut, yeah. Um, and I'm getting super into, I'm actually going to try to make some, I'm hopefully going to try to make some this weekend, I think. Uh, some, I don't even know how to say it. Kombucha? 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 Is it kombucha? I think it's kombucha. kombucha, We'll have to look it up. Obviously, we're really good at pronouncing words. (laughs) Really good at pronouncing words. Really good at that. (laughs) And there's something else that you've probably never heard of that I want to do some looking into this week and maybe talk about and people can look into. Have you ever heard of kefir water? Oh, I have. It's actually in my new book I got. Oh, you have? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I skimmed over it, but it's in... So my new book, I got an autoimmune paleo book. Uh, It's really great. It's called The Autoimmune Paleo Cookbook by Mickey Trey Scott. And uh, there's like three things that it says that are the best to have, and it's bone broth, fermented foods, and something else. But within the fermented foods, it says it talks about kombucha and uh, sauerkraut and kefir water. Kefir water. Those are the the recipes. I make it. Okay, well, you should make some kefir water, and I'll make some kombucha, and we'll see how it goes. Well, the problem is with the kefir water, with a lot of the fermented stuff, although I don't have to deal with it with my pot. uh, Well, we can't talk um, about it yet. Well, okay. We don't want to ruin (laughs) it. (laughs) You're skipping ahead. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, we will finish this conversation next week, and I hope that you guys have an awesome week, and we will be back next Monday. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for hanging out with us for the past half hour. We are so grateful to have you all here with us and listening along. If you loved partying along with us today and want to share it with your friends, please do. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes and you can follow us on Instagram at Paleo Pep Talk. And you can find a ton of resources, all of our encouragement, and of course, join our Paleo e-party at www.paleopeptalk.com. And very important, if you have any questions, fun, silly, whatever it may be that you want us to talk about, please email them to us at paleopeptalk at gmail.com, or there's a place to submit your questions on our site. We cannot wait to hang out with you guys again next Monday, talking about our new topic, answering all of your burning paleo questions. Don't forget to send them to us. But now it's time for you to keep this paleo party going all week, and we'll meet you back here, same place, same time. 